0: What would you say if I said that I could bring him back? I guess I'd say I never thought of that. But alright, hold tight, you might want to stay him back because one small John is coming intact. St. John Forward spitting out some more words, fully intact. Jacked ready to rap and attack. Small John on your lawn, living like a gnome. Hit you with my lyrics like a bullet to your dome. Tonight when he comes up here, he's either gonna kill or he's gonna suck. But there's no
1: in between for Mr. John Forward. Woo!
0: Welcome to St. John Forward Radio. I've got to get this off so that you can see my uh, my beautiful face here. But uh, this is St. John Forward Radio. I'm your host, John Forward. Um, we are at the uh, camera angle where my bald spot is very visible, so I'm going to adjust my headphones to cover it up. Um, my name is John Forward. I'm the host of this show. We air every Monday night from 9 till 10 p.m., usually live uh, here at the uh, local 107.3 FM studio in St. John, New Brunswick. Also streaming live on YouTube and John Forward Comedy on YouTube and Facebook. Audio version, if you're blind, that comes out on Wednesdays at johnforward.podbean.com. I had a bonus episode that came out yesterday. Uh, I probably could have re-edited it into an episode of this show and saved me the trouble of coming in. Um, but uh, long delayed, uh, Mr. Uh, Peopopev, uh he just won the uh, the Conservative Party thing a couple of weeks ago. So uh, listen to his uh, his uh, his acceptance speech. I don't know if that's what it's called or not, but anyway. Listened to his victory lap and uh, made some commentary on that, so you can check that out if you want. But uh, anyway, tonight uh, I've got a special guest that I will uh, I will introduce in, in a moment, but uh, I'll, I'll get my uh, promotions out of the way first. This Thursday, September 29th, I will be appearing at Ha Ha's in Hampton, Volume 3. At the Hampton Brewing Company this Thursday. Uh, I think I don't know what time it starts. Normal time, seven, eight o'clock. I don't know. Start lining up now. Uh, we've got uh, we've got me. Uh, Matt Keenan is running it. I assume he is hosting, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, we've got me. We've got Steve Fudge. You got uh, Jill Graves, who uh, I haven't seen her do comedy in a few years. She must be coming out of retirement for this. Matt White and Jason Gupta. Um, so uh, so, check that out outdoor event so please dress for the weather $10 on Eventbrite um, and uh, I think that's all I've got I'm uh, going on a trip next week so I will be out of town this will probably be pre-recorded if I uh, get something done on uh, next Sunday if not it'll be a repeat episode who knows but anyway I'll be out of town and then the week after that no jokes, Bard is making its triumphant return to Saturday nights on October fifteenth at McGill's. So, uh, so check that out. Um, so, uh, let's. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna start with a. Um, I don't know. I didn't really have much for an intro there. I was gonna just cut right to a song and then get right back into the guest, but we're only uh, three minutes deep into the show, so. I don't know. Let's let's play a song. Uh, I've I've got. We'll we'll tease it. If you're watching the video, you can you can see he's a shadowy presence here in the studio. We've got uh, Jim Kaditch. I've never said your. I've never heard your name spoken out loud. We've been corresponding by email. Am I saying that right?
1: Uh, it's Jim Chadich. Okay. Is the pronunciation. It's actually uh, the Chadich part is Klingon. Okay.
0: So, uh, welcome, uh, to the show. Uh, he, you may know him from his, uh, his infamous Ted talk, which, uh, has since been banned. What was the title of that?
1: It was, uh, horrors, <laughs> 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 horrors within <laughs> the secret society
0: amalgam. Fair enough. Uh, so that's been uh, that's been banned. I don't know if you can find it on uh, on uh, on the Bit Shoot or Odyssey or Rumble or something.
1: I have an email web uh, list you can get on. I'll email it yep, to you.
0: Check it out. Sign up for the Telegram group. Probably uh, Truth Social. What do you think? No, no, <laughs> no. no.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm not a. Never mind. But All right. uh, yes, you'll, so, you'll see later when I actually get to speak more. So he, this is uh, this is an
0: interesting fellow, and uh, we're we're going to talk to him more in uh, in a few minutes. But let's uh, let's uh, let's set the uh, the tone here. I don't know. I don't have a particular song. Let's uh, let's let Shuffle do the walking here. Hang on a second. What do we got? We got Brent Bjork, Trip on the Wine, and then we'll be back with Jim Chadich. the shuffle it keeps on going um i'm wildly disorganized here tonight but uh you know that's that's what you got to do when you're keeping one step ahead of the deep state you can't be you can't be too well planned out because that's how they get you um i forgot to mention at the top there was a little bit of uh, exciting news today that uh, i don't know if we're the last or second to last or something but uh there are benevolent rulers have decided to uh, to lift the remaining travel mandates and the arrive can app and uh, as somebody who's going to be on a plane next week i'm very pleased that i don't need to wear my pretend mask on the plane the whole time <laughs> um so anyway that's uh, that's nice we're, we're following the science left and right here in canada um the internet says that uh, they only dropped all that stuff because there's some kind of a court case going on and they wanted to be able to throw it out and be like the rules are gone now you can't sue us who cares <laughs> so uh are you uh, you excited about the uh the lifting of the of the rules, as if they've given us something.
1: Yes, um, I've been on the Lamb for the last four or five years, um, so any kind of breath of fresh air that I get, uh, it's just kind of like stepping out into a dewy forest.
0: Yeah, so it's uh, you've mostly been traveling by like jumping onto moving trains. And yes, such I can't
1: i can't fly uh, i can't take boats um i can i can hitch I- in trunks um i can uh like the hobo train thing has is, is been very good mm-hmm. it's been a good life um i did meet a german shepherd <laughs> you know he was little that's good uh, yeah didn't stretch you out too much probably wasn't the smallest one but
0: Yeah, that's good. Um, And yeah, and if you're, uh, the the benefit of riding in someone's trunk is that uh, you you don't need to show your your medical paperwork.
1: Yeah. Well, unless you're, if you're trying to go across the border in the trunk, it it gets dicey uh, because you're really reliant on uh, the people up front. uh, Because if the guards get a bad feeling about the driver, then they might want to search the trunk. Yeah, well, you you
0: could just disguise yourself as a duffel bag full of OxyContin.
1: Yeah, or you could just take a bunch of OxyContin.
0: Or actually, you could disguise yourself as a bloody chainsaw. That seems to get across the border, no problem. Yeah, okay. That was the thing that happened. Did it? Yeah, there was... uh, you know we might need the fact checkers on this but a few years ago i think there was somebody that like murdered somebody and was just freely traveling like back and forth between new brunswick and maine with okay. like a bloody chainsaw on just train. had
1: all the evidence they needed maybe it wasn't a case. chainsaw
0: maybe it was knives yeah. or something but some sort of yeah. bloody weapon and he yeah. was just freely crossing the border and there's just some and
1: lieutenant and out there cared. if we could just find that murder weapon we could wrap this thing up
0: yep so, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to look into that it's in the comments. If you have any, uh, further details, you can hit us up, uh, either on Facebook, the John forward comedy, Facebook, I think is the one where I can see the comments, uh, YouTube for sure. Um, but, uh, Jim, so you, Oh, oh
1: wait, I, I should stop you. Okay. Um, I identify as Spanish, so I can be addressed as Jim or Yimmy okay. or, uh, Senor Chadich.
0: Okay, we'll we'll go with Yemi, I think. Okay, um, if, if that's okay with you. Sure. Okay. Okay, Yemi. So, um, uh, you you came onto my radar with your uh, with your TED talk. What was that called again? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it, uh, it it's uh It was. It's very horrors, informative. Horrors, yeah, horrors of the secret within, societies. Okay. And uh, yes, that was so.
0: It. I am pretty well versed with it. I saw it before it um, before it take, got taken down. But for you know, we've got a lot of uh, a lot of uh, normies listening to this show that might not be quite so. And in the loop, um, can you uh, can you tell us a kind of yeah the gist of it?
1: Well, everyone has their kind of. Uh, you know their little pet thing they like to talk about, which is like the Freemasons mm-hmm. or the Illuminati, and I uh, I have a different angle on it. Um, it's, yeah, it's it was just, very unique. Yeah, it's just more it. it's more of the uh, the the Subterraneans. Okay, and uh, so that's the secret society of the people who live underground, and. Uh, they're kind of like a whole other subsect of humans that they branched off from humanity uh, hundreds of years ago, maybe mm. thousands. I mean, it's hard to tell because we weren't alive then.
0: Now, I, I, I think, uh, is 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 it considered hate speech to call them mole people? Do, I, I assume they don't like that Troglodytes.
1: Term. You could call them troglodytes.
0: Troglodytes. Is that how they identify? Well,
1: I mean, that's uh, cave dweller kind of is what that means. But that's maybe not accurate because caves sometimes can be above ground.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is this is definitely a subset. They probably they probably don't want to be lumped in with like the cave dwellers in general. These these specific.
1: Um, well, like, so I have my finger on the pulse of this, and I do have my inside sources. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't give you like a full poll on every uh, subterranean how they feel about every tribe. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not a mo- they're not a monolith from the. Tr- subterraneans that i've spoken to they kind of have like a secret handshake right with the troglodytes
0: yeah um so 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 can you tell us about the controversy around uh, around the ted talk and well maybe
1: sometimes when you poke a little too close to the truth um you get on the radar of some people mm-hmm. and they just you know they want to eliminate Uh, Either what you're saying, you, or just your following. So I've been shadow banned. Um, The Senator Ted Cruz himself Mm -hmm. um, messaged me, told me to stop. And I don't know why they they asked Cruz to do it.
0: But, Uh, you know, the mullet lends him some credibility. Yeah, I
1: think it was after he grew the beard, he just became more bitter. But uh, anyway... So I prefer whiny
0: grandma Ted Cruz from 2016 versus the, uh, the pretend Southern general.
1: Yeah. Version. He's, it was funny when he ran for president a, a little bit, but um, you know, whatever. Yeah. He, was, he did was, actually fun.
0: I, I hope we get another round of just Trump insulting everyone's wives and calling <laughs> them ugly.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Cruz did actually go and, he was one of the politicians that met with the U.S. Freedom Convoy. Not a lot of people are aware that there even was a U.S. Freedom Convoy. And they didn't uh, cause a big stir like the Canadian one. And this is actually true. They, they just drove around. They, they just kept convoying. Like a they know slow, slow roll? Yeah, they just stayed out. They, they didn't roll their trucks up to uh, Capitol Hill. They said, oh, they were like, oh, we won't get shut down if we just kind of patrol the suburbs. So they just kept having like cookouts and barbecues like... On the, you know, in the in the you know you just run
0: of the mill terrorist. Exercises. Yeah, it was
1: just a lot of tailgating, basically. But uh, they, but I did see one video of Ted Cruz and another guy, and they were and the leaders of the U.S. convoy, and uh, and then there was a lot of reporters that were just asking a lot of repugnant questions, and then uh, Ted Cruz was he was putting them in their place. So I don't know why he had something against me because he seemed to. I sort of agreed with him on his. He was with the. The freedom convoy guys, who I like, but um, he didn't like my stance on uh, subterraneans and the troglodytes.
0: Well, I I don't want to be the one to break this to you, but sometimes politicians show up to things and say things that uh, it's they're just pandering for uh, votes.
1: It's definitely uh, he he
0: he might not have been uh, the full ally that uh, that he was making himself. I I think
1: he did yell that out his window when I was toilet papering his yard. Mm -hmm. and uh
0: yeah was he like hey are you gonna vote for me is if you're not you better stop it
1: yeah and i told him like i'm canadian i can't even vote in your election i just kind of slipped down here to Oh, you don't
0: want to tell a republican that you're an immigrant coming in probably illegally yeah
1: they just sent me to martha's martha's vineyard right oh
0: what a horrific
1: experience that must have been for you (laughs) (laughs) go have some tea and crumpets
0: Oh, you have to take selfies with white people for three hours before they yeah. call the military Well, I in. do
1: identify as Spanish, right? Well, yeah, fair Spanish, enough. Right. So.
0: Yumi says it, and yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Um, so, did, did you... Well, first off, I'm surprised uh, that the uh, the TED organization even allowed such an explosive talk to have taken place. I think they it must was, have known that there would be backlash.
1: Uh, I think they made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, was was there any contact with the uh, with uh, with Mr. Ted? I don't know who the name of the guy is. Probably Mr. Ted Kaczynski. I don't know whoever runs the TED Talks. Not the Unabomber. Uh, could be. Is that is that did the Unabomber start the TED Talks? And is TEDx the Spanish version? <laughs>
1: Like the Latino, <laughs> Latinx, Latinx, yeah, uh, Tedx. We're, we're gonna give me. We're gonna get shadow banned for for uh, Ted for Ted Lezinski. Sorry, Ted Kaczynski. Um, I, I don't believe so, but I like to think that he did. Um, he did have a manifesto, um, mm-hmm. and he did blow up a lot of. Uh, he did send a lot of letter bombs and things, but um, he uh, and he lived in a cabin in in I think it was Montana, but. He, uh, I, I don't know if he's associated with Ted or X. Ted
0: Cruz or Ted Cruz. There's lots of there's lots of uh, infamous Teds yeah. out there. Yeah, and uh, that bear from the movie, Teddy.
1: No, just Ted. Ted and uh, what's his from face? Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Schmark Wahlberg. I never saw those movies. I saw the first one, and it bothered me so much that I refused to watch the second one.
0: Yeah, I don't know. The uh, I got. Um, I think when uh, when South Park had the episodes that was making fun of Family Guy, that kind of ruined the whole thing for me. I kind of saw how the sausage was made, and
1: yeah,
0: I don't know. The uh, what's that guy's name? Who's the Seth name? MacFarlane? Seth so, MacFarlane. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I I checked out on him after that. He's gone on
1: to down. to rip off Star Trek with that Orville show. I
0: watched one episode of it, and it was yeah I watched it. I watched it with uh, with a dear wife May. She's a Trekkie, and uh, I am she, as well. She, she didn't
1: like it either. You can tell by my Klingon name.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not uh, not much of a Trekkie. I've seen the first six movies and the two. I, was there three new ones or two? I didn't see the most recent one, but I, I saw whichever uh, Chris Pine ones were before that.
1: Yes. Um, the chris pine ones they made 3 okay. then they Then
0: i must have seen 2 of the 3
1: then they um basically got into a, a huge negotiation negotiating problem because they wanted to hire chris hemsworth again to to bring him back as he played when before he was really famous he played uh chris pine's father or which would be kirk's father and then uh they're that the was,
0: same age, though. Did they have old man makeup on them or something? That's it's a, a weird there's
1: choice. a lot of time things, and then okay. um, they're showing you what happened to George Kirk, uh, as uh, Captain Kirk was being born. He dies. So I'm ruining the movie, but it's a really old one. Anyway, um, he dies in the beginning, and then because of some time stuff, Spock comes back and uh, screws up some stuff, and that's the movie sounds great yeah
0: yeah I I I think we tried to, to to watch the first season of the original series and I was like no this is dumb I don't like it I don't know I never really got into it. Even she, she was big, uh, next generation, which was always kind of like, that's the show that my dad watched. It's the gold standard. I always felt like that was, oh, that's, that's the boring dad show. Your,
1: your wife would probably get my last name then, because what a, uh, Chadich is when Worf had to answer for the sins of his father and the Moog, the house of Moog was being disparaged with the Klingon high council. He needed a chadich, and the chadich is sort of, I guess you could call it a lawyer, but in Klingon, it's more of a person who passes the knife to, uh, who, who defends with a knife, with the blade, um, his his boy, which would be Worf, and he picked Picard, so he picked like the weakest little scrawny white guy to defend him, um, but whatever, uh, Picard's fierce enough, and he's uh, smart, cerebral, and uh, they got out of the trouble.
0: I watched a few episodes of the Picard show, but without without the back knowledge and the nostalgia, it wasn't really doing it's anything. It's been for garbage. Me. May May likes it. She, I think she, yeah, she was telling me I think she watched the episode of Next Generation last week where uh, Worf was being kind of racist because there was some there was some. Uh, um, playing on, lady, and he like found out that she was part Romulan, and he was really disgusted with her.
1: Yes, well, I I believe the writers of uh, Star Trek really try to make it allegorical for daily life.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's always been like the history of uh, sci-fi and horror has always been to kind of sneak in uh, social yeah, issues yeah, like, of like various sorts.
1: Star Wars with their you know Empire representing the Nazis and you know. Um, but as far as the, the charit goes, um, that's, I've taken my name, my last name from that, uh, I've fish legally changed it to that.
0: So, so why, why, why did, why did that idea kind of become part of your, uh, your persona? What spoke to you about it? We know where it came from, but why, why does the, why is that something that you, uh, adopted as a moniker?
1: Um, uh, well, if you're going to take on the deep state. Mm-hmm. And take on and out all the secrets of humanity. You need to have someone by your side. Okay. And I'm offering myself as that person. Okay. So
0: you you are the the knife to be wielded by everyone. The sharp
1: blade of truth. Sure.
0: So you know, just for the sake of the listeners, when you when you talk about the deep state, what do you mean by that exactly? <laughs> Well, it sounds like it's something that people just throw out and you automatically get dismissed as a, as a cuckoo, but like, what does it, what does it mean? Uh,
1: the deep state's easily ca- categorized as, um, so there are people within, uh, usually it's framed within the U S government deep state because they seem to be the, uh, reigning hegemony and it's, it's all the, all the people that, whenever there's a, uh, let's say we go Democrat, then we go Republican. But these are the actual people that that don't change when the politicians change. They work in the they work in the institutions. They work in the CIA. They work in the, all the police, the FBI, or oh, the Homeland Security. They work in every every other sort of branch that functions the government. Every sort of kind of claw that grips it all. And so when there's when there's malevolent deep state actors within that uh, institution, they're in there. They're, you can't get them out um, because basically well, they're, they're,
0: they're not elected. They're just they're, they're just, just there. Yeah, some of them are there. appointed. Yeah, some of them via blood rituals,
1: I assume. Well, I mean, you, there's a lot of different rabbit holes and a lot of different ways of looking at it. If you want to get into cabal cabalistic and draw it really back you can you can get into the the off-world entities and the the elites and blood rituals and all that and pizza gate and things like that those are very i don't really dabble in those kind of things because you can go on the internet and find whatever you like about that stuff i I like to really dig up
0: there's enough crazy stuff that just happens out in the open that there isn't as much of a need to dive into the more uh the more ludicrous sounding stuff. I don't know. I, 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 find just the, the stuff that happens out in the open that people have been trained to just accept is kind of more nefarious than this other. Maybe yes, weird like stuff that might be
1: happening. The stuff that like, let's say trampling little ladies with heavy horse. In yeah, the, and in then a capital
0: just city. Like, hey, somebody threw a bike at this horse. I'm like what? Yeah. You mean the grandma picked up her scooter and threw it at the yeah.
1: horse? And like for example, um, the uh, um, I had my bank account frozen because I donated a lot of money, a lot of my proceeds from my mm. TED talk um, before it got banned. I made some money off of it, and I donated a lot of that to the Canadian trucker movement. And then when Trudeau. Uh, froze the accounts uh, the government is playing with my money now
0: yeah I uh, I, I gave to the uh, I think I gave like a hundred bucks to the uh, the original GoFundMe but then when they uh, when they were being sketchy about that well first off the first day that they decided that they weren't going to release the funds they didn't even send an email to the donors. It was just like if you went to the the GoFundMe page, there was a notice there saying, "You know what? We're going to give this to other charities instead." Sorry, but there was it, there was no like the default was just to do that. There was no opt in to it. So, and then I think there was there was pressure and then they ended up refunding everybody instead of just reallocating it to whatever
1: yeah. they, they ended up but, working with uh, a second, uh, well, it was a Christian, give, give Christian send, one. Give, send
0: yeah. go, yeah. which I looked at and it was very churchy, very Christian. And, uh, it, it weirded me out a little bit. And like, I, I mean, they, they seem to have been more on board with the cause. I don't think that money, uh, that money made it out anyway, but, um, I don't know, give, GoFundMe seemed like a more legitimate organization and they were going to be, there There was some rules as to kind of, you needed to prove how the money was being spent, which felt a little bit more legit than this other weird Christian one that I never heard of before, so I never donated it, but I, I think it was, uh, they leaked the uh, all the donors of the, uh, the Give, Send, Go one, and that's where you got your, uh, your account frozen. Correct, sir. Was it, was it everybody that donated to that or a certain amount or was it just random? Everyone, everyone. Yes. So still your, your account is locked. Um, how are you, how are you, uh, are you just getting by with, uh, bartering or how how are you surviving?
1: Well, it wasn't my only bank account, but, uh, okay.
0: yes. Don't let the deep snow, the deep state's not listening to this. They, they may
1: be onto you. They listen to everything. Um, But it's funny that, uh, um, because after the, uh, my, my Ted talk was banned, I I had a lot of time for Mm self-reflection and I, and I really had a time to kind of shift and see the Ted talk was on the, the underwater underground dwellers and the troglodytes. Mm -hmm. But now I'm working on, um, the supercomputer.
0: Okay, well let's uh, let's let's take a break and then we'll we'll get into uh, the new project with the with the supercomputer. You had uh, you had selected a song for us. Do you want to uh, do you want to set that up?
1: Yes, this is uh, "Stars" from Billy Howardell. He is a member. I know of
0: him from a perfect circle. A
1: perfect circle. Was and
0: was it, what it was was he in Nine Inch Nails or something?
1: He was not, but he does perform uh live this uh solo project live with one of the members of nine inch nails plays guitar with him um and uh there's also other people in the band but he's uh he's a nice fellow i've actually exchanged a few um messages with him he he's he's very down to earth he will reply Hang on,
0: to you're I, talking to someone other than me on the internet yes hold on
1: i've i've, I've i slid into his instagram dms and uh, I'm he, feeling
0: a little bit less special. He,
1: uh, he replied and uh, yeah, so we have a friendship sort of.
0: All right. Well, let's hear uh, stars from the album. Uh, what normal was because we all need to be reminded of what it used to be like. Correct, sir. St. John Forward Radio that was Stars by Billy Howardell so uh, I'm here with uh, Yimmy and uh so uh, we were, you were talking about your uh, your infamous TED talk, um, but you you were you just got started saying that you've moved on to a a new project. Yes. So your original thing was with the uh, with the subterranean yeah. underground dwellers. Uh, uh,
1: quickly before I get into that, I just want to shout out uh, a friend of uh, mine who uh, is in at least was a couple seconds ago watching in the chat, uh, East Coast Canadian on YouTube.
0: Yep, former and guest
1: on the show, been a guest on your show, and he uh, he has a I think it's Super Conspiracy Thursdays, ten yep, p.m. I,
0: I appeared on that one. Did once. you? Yeah. Wow. Um, I don't know if they ever put out the episode. I think I looked for it for uh, for a couple of months, and uh, I don't know. There was uh, <laughs> lots of people talking trash about me in the comments yeah. on that well, one. Well, apparently his
1: out. his original. Uh, He's on a backup channel or something. One of his channels was uh, has been taken down. So now you know they're getting close to the truth.
0: Yeah, I think I think they do. At least when I was on it, uh, they do the live stream on YouTube, and then it comes down immediately because it would get banned anyway, and then goes up on Rumble. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, oh wait, we got a new comment. What do we got? It's all it's on Rumble. Do you live streams straight on there, or you still go through YouTube first? anyway east coast canadian props to you doing the work um so uh so so anyway so what what's what's your new uh your new yeah.
1: project so everyone's heard of cern right you're familiar with the large uh, hydron collider in CERN, collider sorry i didn't yeah. pronounce that correctly um, uh, i don't
0: think it's a hydrogen collider hydron collider. Hadron. hadron hadron i believe so uh or anyway i'm sorry i'm I'm john's planning it
1: remember i'm spanish sorry sorry i apologize my pronunciation is off i
0: apologize senor
1: yes but anyway um so what the what the scientists have gathered one of the purposes for the hydrant collider uh it it has to do with metaphysics and quantum physics obviously when they're when they're smashing atoms and molecules together and all these things right um they've discovered a long time ago is cuz they've their their technology is way more advanced than what they let on in the public right so they've been able to develop this supercomputer the elites years and years ago and what they were able to do is punch in multiple computations for timelines for what's going to happen mm-hmm. okay so they were they've been able to predict the future and run sort of a predictive programming thing for for years but their but their kind of timing their kind of schedule kind of ran out around 2012 so they've been off script for like the last decade.
0: And it's it's funny how they, they just implant those ideas into pop culture. It's kind of like what Vision did in uh, Infinity Wars, where he saw all the different possibilities. Or yes. Was that, or was that Doctor Strange? I don't know. Doctor remember.
1: Strange, um, had, them, had the, he had the Time Stone and he was able to run like right, 14, right, right, right. 14 million computations and they won one of them. So
0: the, the Hadron Collider is seeking the Time Stone
1: um, in a way. Yes. Well, if you, if you, if you break down, uh, you know, quantum entanglement and things and, you, and then you break it down and you want to crunch it all into like elements and then name them stones, then yes, you could look at it that way.
0: Well, I will. So we do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were entertaining films. I know that. Yeah. I don't know if they're.
0: It's dropped off a bit since then.
1: Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. It, uh, like a lot, like twerking. Um the whole She-Hulk working thing. I don't know if you're familiar with that. But.
0: Uh I saw a screenshot of it. Uh, yeah. I also I saw the clip of uh of of She-Hulk explaining to He-Hulk how she's better at uh, keeping keeping her rage repressed because uh the world hates women.
1: She instantly got his blood in her and then was the most dynamic being ever created like she could form up and down at will
0: is that the i'm not familiar with the origins of the she-hulk character so she she got he hulk's blood
1: well i don't know they yes that i know that but they some uh, alien craft because in the marvel universe aliens are just part of everything right Mm. some alien that wanted to talk to bruce banner um well i guess he's he he was in uh, i think we refer to him as he hulk he's in the kind of tween hulk or whatever but i can't recall in the, the, the first episode if he was just in looking at like mark ruffalo i think he said i think some time had passed and he'd figure out how to how to undo the, the that tween hulk spot that he was in right and uh so they could save some special effects yes well it's a tv show and their special effects kind of looked uh, like video game, like uh, anyway. So, so anyway, so this this ship uh, forces them to go off the road, and they roll their SUV. And then, uh, as they're blabbing on about something, um, he's like, "Watch out!" And some of his, uh, some all of a sudden, the Hulk can bleed now, and uh, because I guess he's not in Hulk form, and some of his green gooey blood got into her her open wounds. So it's kind of like a. You know, like, like transferring AIDS or something, or you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she got his whatever he had, and now all of a sudden she can Hulk up, Hulk down, and sh- she wants to be a lawyer. Or she already was a lawyer, but she wants to be a green lawyer. That's the show. Awesome!
0: Yeah. I'll have to not
1: check that out. Don't check it out. Yeah, it's 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 not any better than the Ms. Marvel one, which was like a little teenage kid flying around
0: yeah i never saw that one i don't know uh i watched the loki one that was okay
1: yeah it was all right
0: uh the falcon and the winter soldier this was, was okay terrible i kind of like i like the kind of you know international spy thriller type shows and that was kind of that with a marvel skin on it it just
1: paid off with like it uh, was kind of bland paid off with the falcon who would turn into the new captain america at the end just all he, this is the ending him just yelling at people on the on the street that's how that's how it paid off.
0: I, th- I, you know, I thought it was an interesting angle when the uh, when the bad Captain America just started murdering people.
1: But yeah, well, was, they're they're running funny. with him as U.S. agent within their new. Uh, yeah, I it? think thunderbolts. I think he's
0: in the Thunderbolts or something. Yeah, yes. they, they yeah that whole thing. He
1: was a former hockey player, uh, son of uh, Kurt so, Russell.
0: Yeah, I I I didn't know he was a hockey player. Goaltender. I knew he I knew he was the son of Kurt. He was in. Uh, was in a recent predator movie i believe he was in the, what, he, the prey one no the one before that the okay. one that was called the predators the one where like the uh, autistic kid saves the day didn't watch that one it was good it's yeah. dumb but it was written by uh i think it was written and directed by the guy that did like the lethal weapon movies so uh, there's some good dude banter going okay. on in that one mm. um yeah, prey was okay. Mm. I was I was underwhelmed though. I thought it was going to be better, but it was a TV movie. So
1: yeah. So anyway, this supercomputer. All right, uh-huh. it uh, they've been able to to use it to predict. Okay, what's going to happen? And they've been off script since 2012. So now what? What we're seeing with all this upheaval in society. With all this stuff, with all the war, extra wars, I guess there's always been wars, but the, the stuff that they're really cranking up is them just kind of going, well, listen, man, let's throw some stuff at it. We don't know, we don't know what's, we don't know how, we don't have our script anymore. So we're going to just try and force just the throw issue. Throw in some
0: new variables. And, yeah, we're going to throw know, the, see what happens. We're going to
1: force the issue.
0: Fortify your models. Yeah,
1: so this is my, this is the basis of my new research.
0: So, uh, you, you've probably got more research to do, but like, what, what do you think is the, uh, the end game? So that do you, do you think that it's a situation where they, they start, uh, manipulating things to get a particular
1: outcome? Well, yeah, that they've been, that's what they've been trying to do is, is to, it's, it's a, just a statistical, uh, model where they get outcomes, right? Mm-hmm. So that's always what it's been, but they, they want to try and, uh, kind of skew the matrix they always want to skew the matrix in their favor but um they've they've also there's still always been those other kind of tropes the the agenda 21 the uh the bohemian Grow stuff the project for a new american century now if you're not familiar with any of those things then we've got a lot of work to do in explaining
0: well that's uh that's that's something that people have to uh i don't know you, you might not be able to get another TED Talk after the uh, all the controversy with the with the other one. Maybe you could. Maybe you could go on Rumble.
1: Yeah, I don't do Rumble. No. Yeah.
0: Um, I've uh, I've looked into it. Well, I have not looked into it. I think I have a Rumble account. I've never used it for anything though. I feel. It. I, I think one of them. It might be Odyssey or something like that. Where there's like you can just sign up for it and it will automatically just. Pull all your videos off YouTube and put them there, which can't really hurt. But I just haven't been bothered to put in the uh, minimal amount of time that would be required to do that. Mm. But it's it's kind of a tough thing these other these alternative platforms because they don't really have the install base, I guess. So it's I mean, it's it's nice to have an alternative to like the big tech, the Facebook, Twitter, yeah, YouTube fact checkers thing, and- but. I don't know what ha- what happens with all these little side things is that it's it's only the people that were kicked off the other one <laughs> that are in there, so it's very uh, like right wing skewed. Correct. So I don't know the, that that stuff. Uh, like I don't tweet much, but I I very much enjoy looking at Twitter. And if it was all just all just right wingers, it would just. Be boring. which I took a quick skim through parlor when that first came out. And I couldn't find any of the crazy stuff that everybody was complaining about on the internet. It was just all boring. Yeah. I, I, I like it when, when, you know, the different camps are like interacting with each other. I don't, I don't like it when it's just all a big Twitter circle jerk.
1: Twitter is definitely, um, as far as the company before the whole Elon Musk attempt to take over. And since, because I think he's backed off since that, it hasn't taken it over, but um, they're very left leaning uh, in their policies and their uh, kind of Silicon Valley. Well, uh,
0: it's a funny thing. Like J- Jack Dorsey, this is after he stepped down. I don't even know if he owns any part of it anymore. But like he, he, cashed he, out, he, he started posting. So, like he posted Anatomy of the State by Murray Rothbard, which is like the anarcho capitalist Bible. Nice. Um, I mean, he didn't really operate the company that way, um, but I don't know the, this new this new thing with uh, with the big tech. Um, it's it's not. I don't. I don't know. I I don't. Th- None of this started until the government started bullying them into taken stricter measures against like because everybody freaked out when trump won in 2016 so that's that's when they had they started calling zuckerberg and jack dorsey and whoever else like in front of congress to like yell at them and ask and make make them like do better to fight disinformation on the internet yeah, it's that's that's what that's when they started deplatforming people and having a, a bit of a tighter rein on the on the censorship because really like Twitter in particular, their business model is to have as many eyeballs on the thing for as many minutes in the day as possible. And uh, whatever you think of Donald Trump, he definitely accomplished that. So having him on there is good for the platform. It gets everybody all riled up on both sides. So that's that's not, like, a business decision um, that somebody made. That was, uh, we have to do this or the government's coming after us. So it's basically like a workaround where the government's not allowed to directly censor people because that would be a violation of the First Amendment. But they can kind of nudge... These other people for doing it for them, <laughs> which uh, there's there's a word that starts with an F that uh, is when the government teams up with uh, with business to silent dissidents. But uh, that's that's not what's going on here. Never. No. Um, so anyway, we got uh, we got derailed there. But uh, so how, how do you get your message out in this uh, in this landscape where we've got all this kind of uh, tech censorship going on?
1: Yeah, well, like I said, I have my, uh, my I email a lot of people, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, um, Proton Mail is that the one? Yeah, I don't use it. Yes, yeah, so I use Proton Mail. Never heard of it, but
0: I think yeah. that's the that's the like the the it's the security one that's all encrypted and stuff, yes. and it's harder to get into. I don't know what I'm talking about, but that's what I've heard. I, on have, the street. I have. I'm my, still using a Gmail.
1: I have like my a own uh, tech guy who created uh, my own server. So okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I have my mailing list and it's almost, it's, it's just a fledgling thing now. Uh, like I won't, I wouldn't compare it to Mel Gibson in, in the movie conspiracy theory where he had like five guys and four of them were like the people that were handling him and the other guys like got knocked off and I wouldn't compare it to that. It's maybe like 15, you know, I got like 10 extra. Okay. Well, that's so pretty good. You, you know, like a, a groundswell has got to start somewhere. So 15 people and uh, those people are loyal um jim chadich uh followers and they uh correspond with me quite a lot and they help me also in my travels so if i need a trunk uh and a couch to sleep on mm-hmm. and also uh some snacks uh they're good for that fair
0: enough so uh that, that's that's your main project do you have any other? Uh Irons in the fire. We don't have a whole lot of time left in uh, the show, but what well, are, what are I, some I, of the other uh, things did, that you've been
1: I am starting into? A, a podcast, so that w- is kind of getting that on, under uh, like a solo podcast because I've been on other podcasts with other people before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm starting one under the Jim each banner, and well, I
0: think uh, local FM here is always looking for new content. Yes. So
1: well, I'll reach also
0: out. also out there. I think there's a sign-up sheet hanging on the door outside. Anybody else wants a show here on local 107.3 FM, they're not very picky. I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. It's all lovely content that I listen to, all of it, for sure.
1: Yeah. Have you ever heard of the 100th monkey effect? No. Um, So what the 100th monkey effect is, is uh, the scientists were watching these monkeys on, on this island. And some monkeys started washing, some monkeys were eating the potatoes or whatever, because like, the scientists put potatoes out for them. And some monkeys started uh, washing potatoes, okay? And then other monkeys noticed the monkeys, oh, the potato is better when you wash it. So then once it got you uh, a certain amount, like a hundred monkeys, okay, then all the monkeys started washing the potatoes. So basically there's a correlation between a hundred monkey effect and human consciousness where once we break through with the truth, then everyone will know it.
0: Yeah, I I, I, I can see that kind of happening. I, I felt like, um, I don't know, my potato washing moment for me was the uh, the convoy, I think, because I kind of felt like uh, before that, I felt like I was the only one that was looking around at, uh, at all this crazy nonsense going on and i seemed to be the only one that was like hey maybe this is a bad idea um but uh you know i remember uh seeing the footage of everybody lined up on the highways with their signs and stuff i've had a little tear come down my cheek watching youtube one day i'm not i'm not a very patriotic person but uh that was you know after after however long it was two years i think at that point where i just was like ugh. Canadians suck. We all just put up with this. I was very disappointed. uh, We had the election right in the middle of it, and absolutely nothing changed. changed. So to me, that was like, oh, everyone was like, more, please.
1: Yes. Let's double down. That
0: was very disappointing.
1: Double down on our fear and and programming, please. So the the convoy
0: seemed to have turned that around, and I, I feel like everybody's still kind of there's one side of the internet that's still like, the convoy, oh my gosh, that's our January 6th insurrection. But for all of the hand-wringing that's going on and accusing all these politicians of being like convoy supporters, I think most regular people are like, yeah, and? <laughs> like, I, I don't think it's landing. I think there, there's a vocal small group of people that are still freaking out about the convoy. But I, I don't know. I think most people either don't care or were like, yeah, I didn't like all that stuff. I don't know.
1: It hmm. was nice. I have friends who uh, were living in Ottawa at the time. and
0: was, was their whole life flipped and turned
1: upside down like the French no. Prince? No, because they didn't live in the downtown core. Because it, they really only uh, blocked off uh, the way Ottawa is set up. There's a big chunk. Cause I, I lived in Ottawa for 17 years. Yeah. Um, there's a big chunk and it's just a big block. It's a big square and you can easily, uh, police can easily just coordinate it all off. And I did talk to one of them who got stopped, uh, who got harassed by the police, uh, and and he's a native. So the police were clearly. AKA a white supremacist. Targeting the, the police were clearly targeting, um, all of the supremacist factions, the natives mm-hmm. and, uh yeah and all he was doing was driving on the high like trying to drive somewhere and he actually lives within the cordoned off area so it was they yeah. just weren't buying his reason for being there he's like no man i'm going to work like yeah screw actually
0: off. Uh, i i would recommend i just got done last week reading a book by andrew lawton i think his name is it's called the freedom convoy it kind of uh some of the information and stuff I covered on this show, but it was interesting just talking about kind of the ins and outs and who the people involved and how it all came together and all that stuff. And uh, it certainly painted the convoy in a positive light, so anybody that's mad is going to think that it's biased, but I don't know. I think it was a positive thing, so to cover it any other way would well, have... And, it, and it, didn't, it didn't shy away from pointing out some of the... The screw-ups and the messaging and some of the people involved and all and all that stuff and like they he made no bones about like that there was that uh m-o-u, M-O-U i forget what it stands for it was kind of a dumb thing and they pointed that out and you know There's mentions of the evil, nefarious Pat King, of course.
1: Yeah, and they've kept Tamara Lynch, or Litch, I guess her name is, in jail. Uh,
0: Well, she's uh, out now. She was was in
1: for a while. They run her through the ringer uh, for.
0: Yeah, and like uh, yeah, so it's anyway. I recommend the book. It talks about kind of how these people all came in and what they were, how they were trying to plan it, and you know the press conferences, and this person was coordinating them, and then this person went off script. But yeah, and they, they didn't go, uh, too deep. I was expecting, uh, into, like, I've seen some of the, the internet videos breaking down like the scary flags and why it was like see, a false yeah. flag and plants. And
1: Did you see the recent video from a couple of days ago of the guy just giving it to Trudeau in, in the UK
0: yeah 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 that's amazing yeah that's another glorious thing seeing everywhere outside of canada is painting trudeau as he should be yeah our news is like he rules we love yeah. it give us more money please it's just
1: something about <laughs> a, a like a, a stern old I, I don't know if he had a scottish accent but he's just yelling at him yeah and just yelling at him you know like just letting him have it
0: it warms my heart to see trudeau getting yelled at all over the world wherever he goes. <laughs> uh but anyway uh we've uh, we've only got a we've only got a minute or so left do, do you have any final any final words for the audience
1: uh let me see my notes here i had some show notes and, uh,
0: mm. i hear you're a big fan of local comedian john nesbitt does he have any stuff coming up
1: uh yeah i know him a little bit uh, i've corresponded with him as well yeah he's been on the um, show before he's uh, he, he's booked on something it's but it's not till November and uh, as far as October goes uh, there's potentially a couple of new mics that are starting that he might get involved with but uh, there's not a certainty
0: all right well that's that's some very specific plugs Yes. Uh, no haha uh, ha in Hampton Thursday the 29th no jokes barred October 15th. This has been St. John Forward Radio. I'd like to thank my guest, Jim Chadich. And uh, that's the show. Thanks for listening. Or wait, hold on. Where's the end thing? There it is.